everybody's Justin from Mayday. We are here with Melissa Fitzgerald, director of the organization Empower North County. Empower North County's mission is to provide opportunities for growth, capacity building, and development of North County individuals and communities, especially families, that ultimately impacts the betterment of the North County region. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Justin. All right, so full disclosure, Melissa and I know each other. Uh, we went to high school together, and we live in the same city. So this is not the first time we've met. So tell us about Empower North County. We gave a little bit of uh, the description of the mission, but tell us how you're delivering on that. We focus on three major things. Uh, we do our affordable Christmas store, which obviously happens around Christmas time, as it should. Good time for it. Good time for it. Uh, and then we run a soccer academy. This is our newest venture that we started uh, in the fall of 2017. And kind of our idea was we we our kids have played locally soccer for a number of years and we started noticing that a lot of the higher level sporting uh, opportunities had left north county so some of our kids the only opportunity they had was whatever came with community sports but we wanted to make sure that there were kids in north county that were getting quality coaching uh we're having some opportunities outside of just the games they have down the street at the athletic fields and um, just to kind of maybe even identify some of those kids that might be talented enough to do something beyond just local community sports but may not have the resources may not uh, even know that those are opportunities that are available to them so we started Empower Soccer Academy. Uh, we play through the same organization that we were playing through uh, before, but the difference is uh, these kids are coached by our coaches who have some training, who have background checks, um, and again, they, they get some opportunities. With uh, We've had St. Louis FC has come out and done some training with our kids. Uh, we've been invited to go to games at St. Louis FC. So they've had some fun opportunities like that. And our first season, we had over 100 players and then went on into the indoor season and kept most of those teams and most of those players. So now we're uh, we've taken a break. Indoor season kind of ended in February. So we so were it's a lot of soccer. It's a lot of soccer. It was a lot of soccer. That's true. The other thing that we, we started two years ago was we found out that a lot of kids here in North County, they get the free and reduced lunch while they're at school, but then summer comes along and those lunches are not available to them anymore. Uh, and then we connected with Hazelwood School District and they don't serve lunches to their students in the summer. So last year we provided lunches to two of their summer school programs. We served lunches every day um, at two different schools. So we had volunteers over 200 volunteers that would come throughout the that month to just provide uh, lunches to kids. And we partnered with St. Louis Area Food Bank, so they provided the lunches. And then we just provided the volunteers and the coordination of it with the schools. So we're going to do that again this year at two um, elementary schools. In the future, we'd love to do more. Of course, it's all volunteer run, so right. that can be challenging just trying to get people during the day that can come to serve lunches. I'm sure the kids were happy about yeah. Yeah. They loved it. And it's, so in my mind, it's not just, oh, we're serving kids lunches and they get to eat and, and we should all be happy. It's, it's more of an opportunity for you to see, look, you know, you get to provide something to these kids uh, that, that they might not get. And ironically, a lot of our volunteers 
were Hazelwood School District teachers. Ah. So, you know, the summer they get off, <laughs> wink, wink, yeah. they were back in the school serving their kids because that's where their passion is and they saw, they see the need. Right. And like I said, they jumped at the chance and we have tons of teachers and administrators and, you know, every every aspect of the school district, they come and get involved in our summer lunch program. I know one of the big things with the free and reduced lunch program is to kind of eliminate that uh, hunger part of the equation when it comes to students and learning, which is a big factor because when you're hungry, you could not care less about what your teacher's up there talking about. So did you really, did, they, did you get any feedback from them about results from having that as far as the education part goes? They see the need and they see the benefit to that in the classroom. And then, you know, again, they know that those kids are going to go home with a full belly and they, they worry about their kids, you know, I mean, you're, you know yeah. how that goes. Yep. That they worry about their kids beyond that classroom door, and they don't stop worrying just because it's summer. So. And it gives the teachers one less thing to worry about. Yeah. Peace exactly. of mind. Exactly. So our hope is that we can maybe even provide lunches out in the playgrounds of some of these schools, and kids can sit on the playground, and you know they can enjoy lunch too. So that's, again, not, not only one less thing that those uh, teachers have to think about, but some of those parents then sure. can know they have the relief of that, at least for that month, there'll be someone up at the school building that'll be providing lunches for their kids. That's great. Sounds amazing. So give us, let's go backwards. Okay. Let's talk about Empower and how all of this began. Well, like you said, we grew up here in North County and uh, I went away to school. I lived overseas for a year where I met my husband and we we kind of just moved back here because, you know, we're coming back to finding a job, finding a place to live the whole bit. So it was easy to just move back to where I had been brought up. And uh, and then the more time I spent here, the more I kind of started to realize that even from when I was here as a kid, some of the opportunities and the things that were available to me are not available here anymore. And, you know, we can talk about all the sociological factors surrounding that, but at the end of the day, we just wanted those opportunities to be available to families, to kids. And I feel like we're in a unique situation in North County because we're not really completely urban. We're not really completely suburban. And you have like this mix of socioeconomic, just a, you know, a mashup of different people, you know, and tons of diversity in lots of different ways. And um, so trying to address that is, I feel like a unique challenge, opportunity for us here in North County. That's kind of how it got started, and and we were doing some um, volunteering in a local elementary school down the street through Trinity Church, and then we decided to expand that and make it a separate 501c3, and then expand what we were doing, offering more more opportunities to more schools for volunteer time, and um, you know just kind of expanding what we were doing, and so in 2014. We sort of officially named it as Empower North County. And, you know, I lived here and live here. So over the lots of years that I've been here, I think I have a feel from the people in the community and just from what I've seen, kind of the things that were lacking here. And so we just decided if, you know, people people leave North County for lots of reasons. And we felt like in order to really make North County as great as it can be, 
we have to support the people and value and empower the people. So even choosing the name was important to us because we wanted it to be something that was uplifting and didn't make North County seem like this pathetic, you know, right. poor community that, that we have lots to bring to the table. And ironically, a lot of our volunteers, a lot of our programming, a lot of our donations come from North County people. So, you know, we have all ends of the spectrum that join in to make these things happen that we're doing. So, so what would have been the challenges since you got started? I mean, I would love to meet a nonprofit that does not tell you that funding is a challenge because that's, you know, there's only so much money to go around and it's sort of the chicken and the egg. You have to have some programming going so people know you can do it, but you got to have some funding to make the programming get going. So, you know, we're officially three years in as Empower North County, but we just became a 501, a separate 501c3 last summer. Um, so I would say funding because we have all kinds of things we want to do. I mean, the list is, you know, a mile long of things that we see that could be great programming here, but you don't want to get ahead of yourself. And, you know, we always want to make sure that we have that, that foundation. So whatever we do can continue and doesn't end up having to stop because we run out of money or people or whatever. So yeah, that's definitely the number one challenge. I know you were speaking earlier about volunteers being one of the challenges. And I think people, I think that's one of the things that would probably surprise people that getting people to actually help you is a challenge. So talk about that a little bit. Talk about getting people to actually, you know, take the time out of their busy schedule and do things. Yeah. In a lot of ways, we've been really lucky because we are really a, a, a virtually a hundred percent volunteer run. So in some ways we've had no challenges in getting volunteers. But it's more difficult when you start looking at the volunteers that have to commit more long term. So, for example, our soccer academy, um, you know, soccer season lasts for, I don't know, a couple of months. I mean, it's several weeks long, you know, whether it's indoor or outdoor. So you're talking about someone that has to commit at least a night a week for practice time and, uh, you know, at least a, a day or night or both each week for games during the season. And then, of course, we start a little bit before the season gets going so that the kids can, you know, get acclimated to each other and coaches. And so that is a little more challenging. But I would say that our volunteers that have committed to that are probably also the most. I mean, I don't I don't want to speak for them, but my interpretation is that they that's probably the most fulfilling role is those long term. You know, they get an opportunity to make connections with these kids and with empower soccer academy we also provide some scholarships so on the field at any given game you'll have some players that are their their parents have bought the best shoes for them you know they've they've spent time getting all the best equipment for them to be on the field and they've paid 100 percent for their opportunity to play and then we have other families who got partial scholarships and, and maybe they've also needed help with some cleats or, um, you know, different things that maybe were more difficult for them to be able to provide in order for their child to be able to play. And we have families that have provided scholarships. Of course, they don't know individually which kids have received scholarships. But so kids are on the field that have been given scholarships, have been given no scholarships, have provided scholarships, and we're all parents on the sidelines. And 
no one's any the wiser of who's gotten what or who needs what help. You know, I was getting some messages and phone calls from some of our families that might have needed some help with some things that were outside of soccer. So we started um, an Empower Soccer Fund, family fund, and I just put the word out to some of our families and said, hey, here's the situation. You know, of course, we don't share who, but kind of share circumstances and say anybody who wants to help, you just send your money to this fund and 100% of that money is just going to go back out to help families. And so we've helped a couple of families with some different just basic needs, you know, meeting some bills. And our goal is that it's more than just soccer. And that if kids never go on to play anything more than local soccer, that's okay, but they've got connections with these adults. And so then I found that those adults are really valuing the connections that they get with those kids. And even with other parents, you know, when you have such a diverse group of adults together, you just learn so much from each other. You can appreciate another person's perspective so much better. And that's that's an unusual thing, I feel like, to happen for that diverse of a group to be together and have an opportunity to make relationships with each other. So, so like I said, those one-time events, we have great volunteer turnout. Um, but those longer-term, more committed volunteer opportunities are more difficult to fill, but probably more fulfilling for the volunteers that commit to it. Absolutely. So it's, it's interesting that you all of it kind of ties, no matter what it is, it really just ties back to the community, regardless of whether it's the summer program or regardless of whether it's soccer. It's never really just about that one thing. It's all about the community as a whole and how it benefits from what you're doing with that thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think giving the community opportunity to be a part of the change is important too because you know we had after in 2014 when the riots happened in in ferguson and um there were a lot of groups that came in to help and great you know we were super appreciative especially in the school district because our kids were out of school for a week and a half and you know um so i certainly i don't want to minimize people who come in to help a community from outside because sometimes that's warranted, sometimes that's needed. But it's so much more empowering and so feels so much less pitiful, if that makes sense, for us to provide an opportunity for the community to do some of this for themselves. And so even with our affordable Christmas store, we have we partnered with Ferg Floor and Hazelwood Schools to identify families that might want to participate. And essentially the affordable store provides all brand new items, but it's priced at 10% of the value. So families can come in and they get to shop for their kids, um, but they get to shop at a, at a price that they can afford that, and they are able to provide Christmas then for their family. What we found is a lot of the schools that also, some of them that had the most kids coming, uh, you know, their families coming, they would do different fundraising events. So maybe it was a picture with Santa and every kid brought a dollar or it was, you got to wear a hat today and you bring a quarter, you can wear a hat. And they were collecting money for our Christmas store that their kids were going to shop at. And then we had, um, you know, even volunteers that this particular year was a challenge for them. So they shopped before, you know, our official doors opened and then they turned right around and they were helping other families, you know, go through the shopping experience. And so it's, it kind of creates a bit more of a, a level playing field 
that community is give and take, and sometimes you're on the receiving end and sometimes you're on the giving end, but that everybody in the community has an opportunity to be on both and that you aren't always just in a position to have to receive. And sometimes that looks like financial giving. Sometimes that looks like giving of your time. Um, Sometimes that just looks like giving of your, you know, showing up and helping kids kick a ball around on the soccer field, you know, being another adult up there that helps to corral kids, whatever that looks like, what, but everybody has something to bring to the table. Yeah. I think that's another misnomer as far as volunteering for nonprofits goes is that you have to be this expert in whatever it is you're volunteering. A lot of times really they're looking for bodies, (laughs) bodies that can help wrangle kids or, you know, direct traffic or do whatever. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't necessarily have to be this big thing that people tend to make it out in their minds. Right. And I think that's so true. And I think that what people don't realize is that there's so much behind the scenes stuff that happens that has nothing to do with soccer. I, look, Justin, we did theater. Yes. I, to, let's just, you know, I'm just going to put this out there as a disclaimer. I really don't know that much about soccer. But my husband is British. There you go. So, you know, I so really he does. have a choice. <laughs> So you're in. So I'm in. No matter what. Exactly. Or at least you're making it work for the the whole community, right? right? Why not? (laughs) But so my part is not really to – I don't coach kids. I don't – you know, I'm cheering on the side. Get the ball. Go team. (laughs) That's me. But there's uniforms that have to be ordered, and there's sizes that have to be taken, and there's photographs that have to be organized, and, you know, all of the things that have zero to do with sports or soccer – and have lots to do with just making a phone call, shooting an email, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, 100%, if people come and say they want to volunteer, it doesn't mean even that you have to be out there with the kids. That's not your, you know, forte. But there's all, there's tons of opportunities. There's help. always things to do. There's always things to do. I would yes. imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the future. What does the future hold for Empower North County? I know if you look on your website, there are a number of things that you all would love to do. And I know as with any nonprofit time and resources and funding are the uh, big challenges. So let's say all those things being equal, what are you guys going to do? All right. So if I had a magic wand, there are a few things that we would love to get rolling here in North County. So again, as I mentioned, I am a theater girl. I would love for kids in North County to have an opportunity to take classes in our building, uh, quality acting classes, improv classes, uh, you know, whatever on that uh, vein would be appropriate, but just so that we're reaching kids that maybe sports are not their thing um, and they don't have to drive downtown or, you know, to West County or whatever to be able to participate in those things. And the cost is reasonable, you know, for, for some families, even if they know about or can get to this type of programming, it's a challenge financially for families. And especially if you have more than one kid, you know, even soccer, if you have more than one kid can be challenging. And so we want to provide those affordable opportunities for different enrichment, even uh, exercise classes. And, you know, we have the building. We're really fortunate that Trinity Church has just said, you know, have at it. You you can use the building at will. Um, so we would love to have those opportunities available to, to families in North County. And then, of course, you know, health care is always an issue. And we have 
everything that we do kind of has a connection to somebody who that's their thing, you know, that's their passion. And we have several nurses that are in some way connected with our with our organization and several nurses that work here in North County. And so they see some of the needs related to healthcare, dental care, you know, that sort of thing. So we would love to eventually have some health clinics that happen however often we're able to make them happen here so that families who maybe don't have access to um, insurance uh, don't get to the doctor for checkups regularly, you know, all of those things that come with maybe bills have to be paid. And if you're the mom, maybe that's the last bill that gets paid or doesn't get paid at all for you to get health care. So, you know, those are those are the two. We'd, we'd also love to have a mentoring program. And we're kind of piecing some of that together with the soccer academy because it's a natural progression that you're mentoring the kids that you're seeing on the field every week. And um, so those are our our big dreams. And of course, to continue to expand the programs we're already running, make more community partnerships, that sort of thing. Money, money. Did I say money? <laughs> yes, money, 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 money. money. Um, so and I'm going to put this back at the beginning. But when we say North County, I want you to give people kind of an overarching thing of where your area is when you were saying North St. Louis County, because I think that kind of gets lost in the shuffle and has honestly probably changed a little bit as far as what people consider North St. Louis County now than a number of years ago. So what is your the areas that you're targeting? Yeah, we we primarily work in Ferguson, Florissant, and Hazelwood. And part of that is because that's where our connections to the schools are. Um, you know, we when we do sort of the soccer academy, we provide scholarships to North County kids. And so those would be, you know, Cool Valley, it could be Jennings, it could be Delwood, um, you know, even St. Anne. So it it's sort of, you know, all these little municipalities that are in North County. So we, we haven't set really specific zip codes at this point, but um, our reach is primarily Ferguson, Florissant, and Hazelwood at this point. All right, so now the most important thing where people can get more information and send you money. Oh, okay, money. I mean, more information. <laughs> right, right. So we have a website, uh, empowernoco.org, so empowernoco.org. Um, and also you can get your really amazing iHeartNoco merch. Yes. And every, it's the, I mean, it's the latest fad. So. Right. No, well, let's, let's not discount this because I think this is a really cool part of this whole process. Because when we were talking on the phone before about doing this interview, you had mentioned that you had started this uh, really cool uh, store and business on the side to help, you know, create your Empower NoCo merch. merch. So tell us about that. Tell us a little bit how that falls into all of this. So we had been selling I Heart NoCo t-shirts. Um, really, we just bought a bunch and went to the Florissant Fall Festival and kind of crossed our fingers that we'd sell enough. And if not, we'd just sell them over time and completely sold out. I think we sold like $3,000 worth of t-shirts that day. And, you know, it, again, it, it's it's that idea that people who are staying here, they want to support their community. And they're proud. They're proud that, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm here to make this a better place. And, you know, we were celebrating the diversity. And so when we realized how many t-shirts we had bought from someone else, we decided that we would start our own business, Andrew and I, my husband and fellow director. Um, so we started Brit Promotions 
And so now Brit Promotions makes the t-shirts, not just for Empower County. We, we make t-shirts for anybody who might need a t-shirt. Um, and we do some other things too, but that was as a way to kind of help fund us personally to be able to continue doing what we're doing with Empower County. And so now I get, I literally will get Facebook messages or people will tag me because someone's saying, where did you get that shirt on Facebook? Um, so it's, it's been kind of fun just to, I go to different events to sell the shirts and we have mugs and water bottles and, and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a nice little bit of extra funding that we get and kind of also helps to promote the, the pride in our community. So awesome. No, I think that's really cool. So empowernoco.org and on Facebook, I believe. Mm-hmm. And we're on Facebook right. and Empower North County. Email? Main, uh, we do have an email, uh, empowernoco at gmail.com. All right. So if you need to get a hold of them, you can find them in all those places. Melissa Fitzgerald, thank you for joining us and uh, appreciate everything you're doing. And I uh, wish you all the best in expanding this fantastic program. And uh, I know it will uh, continue to be a success. So thank you for joining us. Thank you.